Okay. Uh, last last week, we learned that the stands in Adon Elam, we explained that this is a continuation of Hoya Hoya the Shem Havaya, that Hoya Hoya says that Hashem is infinite, Hashem is Beli Gvul, there's no Gvulim, and that 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 is mechayev that dictates that there can't be sheni, there can't be two because in the in the moment that there's two, then you're defining them. Each where the one is, the two is not, and where the two is, the first is not. So Hashem is limitless. That's mechayev that Hashem is echad ve'in sheni, and the idea of echad is also part of the kavana of the shem havaya, like the nefshechayim explains that that the shem havaya Hashem echad that Hashem is einoid mavadei, and we explained two explanations. The first is that Lahakbira is a lotion of being doime, that there is no one that could be nimshal tashem and then no one could be doime tashem. Based on the Malbim, that the Malbim says that those two words are two types of similarities. A mushal is something that's similar because of a mikra, a situational comparison. Something happens and makes someone similar, something similar to one another. And dimyan is when something's inherently similar, something's, two things share inherently a comparison. And that we say that there's no type of comparison that anyone could compare to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Laham Shiloi, Lahakbira, no one could be Doimet Hashem, no one could be Nimshat Hashem. The second explanation we said was that Lahakbira, like the Yavit says, is a lotion of being a chover, a companion, that this is negating the idea of shutfes chas v'shalom, that there's no, Hashem doesn't have a companion, there's no two forces, and this is the, the concept of shutfes, and this is what we're negating by saying, laham shilei lahachbira, there's no, no chavar to Hashem, and Hashem is only one. As is Hashem, this week we're going to move on to the next stanza. This is the last of the six stanzas which talk about Hashem in Adain Elam, then afterwards it moves on, Hashem's Hanhaga. But the last stanza is like this. Beli reishis, beli sachlis, v'loi ha'oiz v'hamisra. And Hashem is beli reishis, he, he has no beginning. Beli sachlis, there's no, there's no um, tachlis, there's no um, conclusion. V'loi ha'oiz v'hamisra, and to him is strength and misra is uh, dominion. So, we're going to first understand the first part of the stanza. Beli reishis, beli sachlis. So the question is, what are these two these two words? I saw in the, the, the Siddur, I said Philos, I believe the Pirish Anaf Yosef, I don't have it in front of me, but he's bothered. He asks that, what is, if something is, if HaKadosh Baruch was beli reishis, if he has no beginning, then that automatically dictates that Hashem is beli sachlis. That automatically, Hashem has no end. What, what exactly, why do we have to speak out that Hashem is Beli Sachlas? It's sort of redundant. Once I know that Hashem is Beli Reishis, then automatically is Beli Sachlas. So we're going to try to perhaps give an understanding in these two things, that they're, they're, they're referring to two different things. And that is based on, it's like this. The Gemara Bracha says, Dafyid Zayin, a very interesting thing. The Gemara Dafyid Zayin says, Rabbi Yochanan, when Rabbi Yochanan finished, when he made a seam on Sefer Eiv, when he would finish the Sefer Eiv, Omar Hachi, he would say the following statement. 
Saif Adam Lamas. The end of man is of mankind, of man is to die. The Saif Behema Lishita. And the end of an animal is to get slaughtered. Shita. The Hakal and everything Lemisa Hemaimdim is oimid, is destined for death. So, Asher Misha Godel Batayra, Amali Batayra, Vaisanachas Rachel Yoitsoi, the Godel Bashem Toiv, and Nifta Bashem Toiv, a list of five different things. Fortunate is someone who lives a, 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 a fortunate life. Okay. But we're going to try to zoom in to the beginning that what, what he said. He says, Saif Adam Lamas, the Saif Behemel Shita, the end of man is to die, and the end of man is to get slaughtered. What exactly is he adding? What exactly is he adding? You already said that Saif Adam Lamas. Also, you're saying, Hakal, everything. What exactly are we coming to include? So the Vilna Gain in his Biure Tagades on this Gemara in Brachas, he says like this. Seems like he's bothered by this, this question. He says like this. Kimetchila, first Rabbi Yechanan said, Omar Saif Adam, the Saif Behema. First, Rabbi Yechanan zoomed in to Adam and Behema. That the end of Adam and the end of Behema is to die or to get slaughtered. The Omar, and now Rabbi Yechanan adds to say, Shehakal. Everything, writes the Laimar, says the Vilna Gain, who is what he means to say, call Habriyas, all creations, are are destined from the beginning for death. Why? Because Heder, Heder means something lacking, is blended in all creations. All creations are not perfect, they're, they're a creation. Since they're a creation, inherently, they're oimid on the, from their own self, they're oimid to not live forever, to, to sometime to come to, to come to an end. So it's an interesting thing what he's saying, saying that it seems like to understand what he's saying is that there's really, if you think about the idea of an end, there's really two types of ends. For example, like this, if you say, let's say that you, there's a, a store that has a sale going, and the end of this sale is, a, is at the end of a week. Now, the nature of the sale doesn't say that it has to end at the end of the week. It's just by chance, a mikra happened and the, the store owner decided that the sale is going to end in a week and not in two weeks. And it's not going to go forever. It's not, it, it, this that it's ending when it ends is just simply because of a mikra, a chance. It happens to be that it was set up, set aside, set up that that's how long it's going to last. But then there's another type of an end, and that is the end that comes from the thing itself. That means like this. Let's say you say that the average lifetime of a car is 20 years, let's say. This that a car could only last 20 years is not because it was decided that the car should last the amount of time. It's because a car is, after all, it's a car is a car. It can't last forever, right? So the nature of the car itself can't last, and it has to come at some point to an end. So the average will be 20 years, will come to an end. So that's what Rabbi Yechanan, based on the Vilnagain, is saying, that an, an Adam and a, and a Behema, they have an end that is a set aside. Hashem is, gives a person, and he, every person has his amount of allotted time that he's going to live in the world. A person has 120 years, that's how much time a person is given to live his life. And a Behema also, it's, there's a chance, it's set up that he's going to, some Behema is going to be slaughtered. But then there's something else, and this includes really all, all life, all creations. And that is, since all creations are creations, so they're not perfect, they have header, like he calls it, so inherently they can't last forever. And that is true even to mankind. A person can't, 
even besides the fact that Hashem allows a person's life a certain amount of time, a person, mitzad himself, can't last forever because we're, we're all creations. So even let's say a blade of grass that maybe, I don't know, wasn't given an amount of time perhaps, I don't know, but it will not last forever simply because it's a creation and it can't last forever. So based on this idea that there's two types of ends, there's two ways of understanding an end, and a person, a mankind has both of them, we could, perhaps we could understand what we're saying over here. And that is that when we say Hashem is, is beliracious, and the Anaf Yasef asked that once you say that Hashem has no beginning, that really says that he has no end. And that's true, Hashem has no end. Beliracious, it means that he's belief also. He has no racious and he has no saif. He has no end. But then there's another thing. This, we said that there's two types of ends. There's an end which is situational end, and then there's inherent end. And that is that something that's a creation has to come to an end. And in that, perhaps we're saying that Hashem is belief sachless. Sachlis is a lotion of some and it exhausts. That the, it's a shayrish of kloyo that kolu that that Hashem doesn't exhaust a human being or a physical a creation. At some time, at some point, will just have to exhaust itself. It comes to an end because it can't last forever. But Hashem is belis sachlis. Hashem inherently, Hashem is not a. Hashem is perfect. So Hashem is belisachlis. That's mitzad Hashem inherently is belisachlis. And beliracious is that Hashem is, we say, we don't say beliracious, belisachlis. Hashem is without a beginning of the end. We say beliracious, and that really tells us that Hashem also is belisachlis. Whether we're saying another thing, that we're contrasting, that a, a, the, a creation, a human, has two types of two reasons that he has an end. And we're contrasting that HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't have a, a situational beginning and end, and Hashem doesn't have an inherent sachlis, because Hashem is Lamaila from all this. So Hashem doesn't even have a, Hashem doesn't exhaust Kaviyah. And perhaps, to add to this, this could be connected to the words right before this in Adain Elam. We end it off, and then we say, and we explained this before from the Malbim, that Beloiha Oizvah Misra, Misra is that, uh, uh, sorry, we say um, Hashem is Laham Shiloi Lahachbira. We say that Hashem is Laham, we can't, no one could compare Hashem, Laham Shiloi, to compare it to him, Lahachbira. And the Malbim says that means that no one could be Doimeh to Hashem. And the Malbim explains that the difference is that no one could be situationally similar and no one could be inherently similar to Akadish Baruch. And perhaps these, this corresponds to these two ideas, that Hashem is beliracious, that corresponds to laham shaloi, that no one could be situationally compared to Hashem. A person is allotted an amount of time, and Hashem is not allotted. Hashem doesn't have any situational reason to have an end or beginning. And then we add belisachlis, that's correspondent to lachbira. No one is inherently doimetagalish in the sense that they, that they have inherently uh, no end. Of person, all creations have an end. Could be this is the idea of beliracious belisachlis. Now we're going to move on to v'loy ha'oiz v'hamisra. What does that mean? Hashem, to him is oiz, is power, strength. V'hamisra, Mepharshim says, a lotion of sirara or memshala, of rulership, dominion. The question is, what are these two things, oiz and misra? So, but as Hashem, tonight we're going to like to give two explanations. The first is, 
based on what we've quoted before from the Abderah of the Ayyub Yisrael, the Ayyub Yisrael maps out that the, the beginning of Adain Elam is really a, a Gilei Das, a Moisir Maida, a notification that of the, on the Kavonis, the Kavonis that we're supposed to have by the Shemais of Hashem. And the Ayyub Yisrael explains that this stanza actually, Beli Reishis, Beli Sachlis, corresponds to the Kavonah that we're supposed to have by the shame of Elikim. So with that in mind, we're going to try to understand it like this. It says, and what, is, what indeed is the Kavonah? What does the Shulchan Aruch say? What's the Kavonah that we're supposed to have by the shame Elikim? So the Mechaber in Arachayim, Simon Hay, he says like this, When we mention the Haskara of the shame Elikim, Yechavin, one should be Mechavin, that Hashem is a takif bal Hashem is strong, powerful, and is able to do anything. And then he adds one more thing. And he is the bal kulam of all them. What exactly are we adding here that Hashem is bal kulam? So, so like this, the, the, the Vilna Gain in his Pirish to Mishle, in Perak Lamed Pasuk Tes, he's talking about the difference between the Shem Havaya and the Shem Elikim. And he says like this, I'll read his words. The Shem Elikim, the Shem of Elikim, Moira al Yecholta Yisbarach. It's Moira and Hashem Zichoyles, his ability to do something. And then he adds like this, Ulechol Misha Noisin Yecholas. Really, whoever Hashem gives a Yecholas, uh, an ability to have power, nikra b'shem elikim gamkin. Anyone that has a capability, Hashem gives an ability to do, that that is also called elikim. Says the Vilna Goyen, v'lochein, therefore, hasorei malo, the mazolis, the sorin, right? In Shemayim, nikroim elikim. They're also called elikim. Kemosh like it says, Ki kol elilim. calls the sari malo elihim. Why? Al Because of the Because of the the ability that Hashem gave them to bring down the shefa into this world, the Mazolis bring down the flow of the shefa of the, everything that all the tabla that comes down to the world is coming through the Mazolis through the sari malo. So since they have that ability to bring down the kachas into the world, so the shafa into the world, they are also called Elohim. Very interesting. But the, the other hand, is a different Vilna Gain in his Pirsh to Chabakuk, in Perak Aleph, Pasuk base. So he's explaining over there the Pasuk in Yeshaya, in Perak Mandala, Pasuk Vav. Ani Risha in Vani Achra. Hashem says, I am the first and I am the last. Umi Boladai. Besides me, there's no other God. There's no other Elikim. And he explains. What's the Pasuk saying? Even though Hashem gives Srara and some type of dominion, Srara, a rulership, to the Sari Malad Mazalis, nonetheless, there's no other God. But call Everything is really coming from the Echelos of Hashem. And that is that even though there are these manzolis, 
that Hashem gives Yechelis. But it's all coming from Hashem. So that's why Biladai ain't Elikim. There's really no, in truth, there's no other Elikim. There's no other God but Hashem. And in fact, the Nefshachayim in Shargimel, Herak Yud, he brings down the Pasuk of Daniel that says that when, when Nebuchadnezzar bowed down to Daniel and he said, Meaning, that means that the truth is that your God is the that he's the God of the gods. That means that that even though there are, we, you, the, the, the Sari Malah, the Mazalais are, are called, they're coined Elohim, but Hashem is, rules over them and Hashem is the true Elohim and Elohim. So with all this, and in fact, I, I believe I once heard that that's why they're called, I remember where I saw this, that they're called mazolis, because mazol is a lot of flowing. They're merely like conduits that the shefa flows through them, but all the kayach is really coming from Hashem. They're just, it's flowing through the mazolis, but they're not, they're not um, their, own, their own kayach. But based on this, could be this is what we're adding when we, the kavon of elikim. When we say that Hashem is elikim, the first machshava, the kavana is, like the Mechaber says, is that he's takafu bali chaylis, that he's, he has power and ability to do anything. But then we add that Hashem is bal hakoiches kula, that he's the bal, he's the rule, he rules, he has power over all the, all the kula, all the other koiches in the world, that Hashem indeed gave a level of koiach to bring down the shefa. But Hashem is a bal over them. So that's what we add, not only is Hashem himself but you would think that there's other kaychas in the in the Bria that Hashem set up. No, that we say, that's what we add, that could be is the kavana of the Shulchanan. So it could be based on this, we can understand in the Adoin Eilam. The Aptarav says that this stanza is the kavana of Shem Elikim. What's the kavana of Shem Elikim? So the Mechabra told us two things. The first is, takif bali chaylis, that Hashem has power and is, has ability. And then we add, and he's the Baal, he's the, the, the ruler over the, all the other Kayachas in the Brita. So perhaps these are the two Lashaynas. The first is, Oiz means strength. Hashem is Takif Bali Hashem inherently, Hashem himself is Takif. He's strong, he has all, all the power. That's from Takif Bali And then we add Vahamitra which is a lotion of rulership, that he's Moshe, that he has a Mamshala and Srara over the other Kaychas. So Vahamithra, perhaps, is correspondent to the second Kavana that we're supposed to have in Elikim, and that is that Hashem is also a Bala Kaychas Kulam, Hashem is Vahamithra. So that's always Vahamithra. I'd like to share another Mahalach, perhaps, in understanding Veloiha always Vahamithra. And Be'ez Hashem, this actually... You know, we're, we're less than 48 hours from, from Purim, and this could hopefully be a little bit of a hachana for Purim to help us understand what the Yom of Purim is all about. We know that we spoke out last week that the stanza before this, that we say that is sort of negating the concept of shutfas. The avoidus and avoidusar of shutfas, and that is there's a belief Christianity believes in this, that there's shutfas, that there's different forces, that there's, there's two forces in the world, whatever, how many there is, but there's shutfas in the world. That's negating that type of avodah Based on what we said till now, 
that really, if you think about it, is also negating a different type of Avoy Bizarra. And there's another type of Avoy that the Rambam, the Ramban, and Parshish Yisrael, and others from the Archaim HaKadosh and Yisrael and other places talks about this at length. And that is, there's another type of Avoy Bizarra, and that is that based on what we said before, that there are, Hashem did give the Mazal to bring down all the nature, all the Teva and the Shefa into the world. And that is another type of Avedizar. In fact, the Rechaim HaKadosh says that most of the Avedizar made this, this type of mistake, to believe in such Avedizar, to attribute Koyach and to be Oyved and to serve those Mazalis. We call them Oyvdei Kechavim Mazalis, right? And that is the, the belief that they, a person could be Oyved, the sort of, they call the Emtsoi, the middleman. They, that could be they believe that there is a higher force of God, but the Hashem is, is, is above but they now if you think about it there's many different reasons why this is a tremendous mistake to be but the most perhaps the most simple reason is because like we said before these mazolis are merely mazolis they're the they're merely let's say you give a marshal if someone sends you a million dollar check and you want to give the person tremendous covet and, and the whole for what he did and this we would never say that you should give and bow down to the mailman who brought the check, right? Because the mailman is just a shliach ba'alma. He's not, he's not, he has nothing to do with it. He's just a messenger. He doesn't have any clue. He has nothing to do with the, the with where it's coming from. So the mazolis are, are, the, are really like the shluchim. They're just the, they're just the, the, the conduit to bring the Shashem's shefa down into the world. And all the teva is really the, the, the shefa that comes down, what we talk about is really the teva, that the, the nature, all the things that come into the world, in our lower world, all the teva that, that happens is, 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 really, is really Hashem. So with this, we can understand that we're negating, when we say we're saying like this, we know that, uh, we, I think we spoke about in, in the past, that the Malbim and Tehillim says that the word oiz, connotes the Koyach of Teva in the Bria. Like we say in Yomim Neirom Davenim, Asher Yadano, that Oiz biyadcha, Ubur biminecha. He says Oiz is referring to the Teva. The Oiz is in the Yad Hashem. It's not, don't think that the Mazalis have a Koyach over the Teva and the Bria. No, that the Oiz, that's what we're saying, that Veloi Oiz, the Oiz is Tashem. So that's an idea in Veloi Ha'oiz. We pick specifically the word Oiz because Oiz connotes Teva. And all the Teva that comes into the world is all from Hashem. And we could just add one more thing is that we find many times in Chazal, the word Eloi, the Loi, connotes and to him and not to anyone else. An example was at the beginning of Makkas, the Gemara and Dafbeis and Makkas says, Asisim Eloi Kashrezaman and Gemara Darshan is Eloi, Veloi Lazare, to him, and not to his children. The loy right? connotes to him and not to someone else that you, you would have maybe thought. No, the loy and only to him and not to anyone else. So it could be that's the idea of the loy hoys. We're, we're negating the whole idea of the of, of Zara. We're saying the ois, the the, the, the and the sorry mala, which bring down the, the teva, the ois into the Bria, it's the ois. It's really all, the Teva is really all Hashem's. Every, the Teva is really all Hashem's. They're just shluchim to bring down Hashem's Teva into the world. So it's Veloi it's his and not theirs. It's, they have not, they're not connected to them. They have no koyach over the Teva. 
And it's Veloya Oiz. It's all his. We can move on perhaps to Misra. What are we adding with that? And it could be we could understand. The Vilna Gain and Esther, we know that Purim, the Megillah says, is Nikra al Shem Hapur. Is the, the poor with the Gairo that Haman the, the girl that Haman made. What is the significance? Why are we calling Purim? Because of the name of the Gairo, the poor, the, the Gairo that Haman made. So the only guy explains in Paragimel, Pasuk Zayin, he says like this, Lefi shezehu ikr The ikr of Purim is this idea of the Gairo. What does that mean? He explains that what Haman was doing by the Gairo was something very deep, and that is that he was figuring out when his mazel has strength to win over the Jews. When his mazel is takif. We know there is a concept of mazel. Hashem created mazalis. Hashem set up in the world that there's different mazalis that have different strengths, and they do bring down kayach into the world, right? Muhammad was being, making a girl to figure out when his girl was strong. And it fell out on Yud Gimel Adar, because indeed that was true. That Yur Gimel Adar was a time that Haman had the strength and ability to, to be menatzeach over the Yidin. What did Hashem do? Hashem says the Vilna Gaim, Elo, Shahakodish Borhu, Hipech Esamazalais. Hakodish Borhu was Mahapech. He changed, he flipped over the Nahapachu, right? He flipped over the Mazal. Vishideid Esamarachais, and he vanquished the, the whole of the Marachas Hashemayim. Like we say in Ashahini, he says, Ki poor Haman, the poor Haman, the mazel of Haman, nepach lupureinu, was nepach to our side, was nepach to our mazel. Zehu nes gadol me'oid. And this is a tremendous nes. What the Vilna Gain is saying is that Hashem was mahapach l'mazolis, but usually when we talk about nisim, there's a difference between a nace nigla and a nace mister. Nace nigla is when Hashem breaks the laws of nature. Nature says that water is water, and when Hashem splits the water, he's breaking the rules of nature. But then there's something else, and this is nace mister, and this is what he's saying, is that, is that Hashem doesn't break, sometimes doesn't break the nature. He changes the nature. He manipulates the nature. Not only does he manipulate, he changes it. And Hashem was mahapach, the nature. There's a new nature now. And that is now the nature of this mazel is that this mazel is not good for Haman. And now it's good for us. Adar is a good time for us, right? Is that, is there any nace in the whole Purim which is breaking the laws of nature? No. The whole Megillah goes, you can read the whole thing. But every single line of the Megillah is Hashem is changing, is manipulating the nature. And the, when this that Hashem was changed the mazel, Hashem was literally changing the nature, that now the nature of this mazel is different. And this is an, a Mordek idea and understanding the Teva of the world, that not only is Hashem, all the nature coming from Hashem, and it's not governed, the Oiz is Veloi, it's not governed by the mazel, it's governed by Hashem. But then there's another step, and that is that Hashem literally could rule over the nature and manipulate it and even change the nature. This is, this, that, that, that is the idea. And we once spoke out from the Maimra Chochmah, the Ramchal, and Tfilas Rosh Hashanah. He says, I'm the line. And behold, those who know the secret of the true Hanhaga, the, the Hanhaga of Hashem, they know, 
that even though Shalafiha Nera, that from the way it seems, Nez Ha'oilam Nezav Lamikram, the world is left to chance. Things happen. Ubechiras Bene Adam, and people have choice to do whatever they want. Legamri. Hine, really behold, Hashlita Lefonov Lasoy Smashiach Bites. Really? Hashem has the Shlita to do whatever He wants. Not only is the nature coming from Hashem, Veloya Ois. Could be this is what we're adding Vaham Nisra. Hashem is has Srara and Moishal. Hashem is Moishal over the Teva in the sense that Hashem, whenever he wants, he can do Mashiach Bites. Hashem will manipulate the nature in any which way he wants, and he'll even change the nature. If you don't want to see it, you'll just say, Oh, this is the nature. This thing's changed, but this is the new nature. It's like, and this is uh, really, uh, thank you, Ben. This is really the past year. Hashem, this whole COVID, Hashem is, is, is you know, turning the world on its head and, and not changing that. Hashem didn't break one law of nature. Hashem just made a new nature, a new Teva. This, this is a whole, new, a whole new world we're living in. And this is really the message of Purim, to realize that not only is the Veloi Ha'oiz, that the Teva is all governed by Hashem, but Hashem has the ability, Hashem totally governs and rules over the nature in a way that, that, um, that Hashem manipulates the nature, and this is the, the, the message of Purim. Thank you. Yes, Thank you very much. Welcome, yeah. Purim. Quarantine. Thank you. Quarantine. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. Okay. Now I'm here for Purim. Yes. Very nice. Okay, Rebbe, what's going to be Purim? Are you still in quarantine for Purim? Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. All right, you can listen uh, on a Zoom to the Megillah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'll have to figure it out. I, I mean, I don't know if the Rav will allow me even for perm. I mean, the Rav allowed me to come to shul for myself, but the question is my the kids and my wife. I will have to figure it out. We we didn't yet okay, speak then, to the Rav yet, and left. You know, there's nothing going on for the kids at this shul. Yeah, no. I mean, with Megillah and and basically, you know, my wife also has to have Megillah, so uh, you know, say maybe my really my wife could also go to shul at a different time. That's the truth. Right. As uh, she also has, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. If you, if you don't mind, if you're able to send it over. Though. Yeah.